Yeah. Yeah. Pro Fan Sports Podcast. Let's get it. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Every single week, get the dope, fam. Sean on the mic, very flat, too. Keep you updated, that's what we do. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Pro Fan. Tune into the program. Every single week, get the dope, fam. Yo, 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 what to do, everybody? It's your boy, John Nossett, over Pro Fan Sports Podcast, where the fans of the pros go back at you with my boys, Vlad and Barry. What's good, fellas? What's up? What's up? What's up? Hey, what's up, everybody? How we doing? Uh, we're here. I'm excited, as always, so for another episode. We are on to episode 51. So now we're in the <laughs> 50s, guys. We made it past 50, so it's like, now what's the next big uh, number? Uh, 100 or 75? Well, I, I hear people looking for 75, so I guess we're going to do it in, in 25 increments, I guess. So the next the next will be 25, but episode 50 was pretty pretty big, though, you know? Yes, so that was huge. Uh, that, was, that was awesome. Yeah, man. So shout-outs to uh, Mikey Domagala from NBA Buzz once again, you know, for coming on um, and doing all he did on his platform for us. So I know a lot of people watch that, too, so we appreciate those people. But episode 51, uh, call it the uh, Gerard Mayo. Episode, yep, Jared Mayo. Uh, uh-huh. Deadly. So I'm gonna just name a few bit fifty ones because you know want to definitely keep this thing going. Uh, yep. So we got, got Dick Buckus. Dick Buckus. Yeah, full time linebacker, right man. Yeah, one of the best uh, linebackers to play of all time, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So we got him. Got uh, Randy Johnson, the big unit pitcher, yep. mm-hmm. uh, MLB pitcher, Hall of Famer, the Bird uh, Killer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they got another you seen that, Vlad? What I'm talking no, about? No, I haven't. So Randy Johnson was like in the middle of a pitch, and he wind up and he threw the pitch, and literally as the pitch is hitting, like getting close to you know the batter in the mitts or whatever, this bird flies right in front of him. And bow! It was like he was aiming for the bird. Killed the bird. Right, right. Killed I'm pretty the, sure oh, that bird. <laughs> I'm oh, pretty sure that bird died, is dead. Definitely. Oh yeah. No, it, it, it died. If, it, if it's a Randy Johnson fastball hitting the bird, oh, you best believe that thing's gonna be dead in a heartbeat. D-O-A. That dude was averaging like 90 miles per hour on like every pitch, at least. You know, at least 90. Right. Like even on a like, fastball though. That's 99 to 100. Close to 100. Exactly. Right. Right. That was, that was cracking 100 right there. He was. It was a dove too. He killed it. Oh yeah. I know it was. That, that was crazy. I, I seen that video and yeah, I was just blown away by it completely. That I was unreal. Never seen anything like that before. And who else you got? Like, who else you got? So yeah, we got speaking of baseball, another uh, one of the greats, uh, Ichiro Suzuki. Yeah, Ichiro is he still playing? He probably somewhere still. Nah, he playing, retired. Yeah, Even he, from finally, from overseas too. Yeah, because I know he was Japan out there too. for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He retired from both Japan and MLB. Uh, you know, he, got, he played for a while into his 40s, I think. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yeah, absolutely. Without question. So no doubt. So Japanese too. and a MLB Hall of Famer. Uh, yep. First ballot, without, without a Hands doubt. Hands down. So, got him. Got Bernie Williams. Uh, Tremont Williams from the Celtics. And oh, Dobbs. yeah. Tremont. Yeah. Never, Tremont never, Williams. Never yeah, get Burn Waters. That, but he was at least G, <laughs> G League Rookie of the Year last year. MVP. So. Right, right. Exactly. So, we'll, we'll at least give him that but you're right getting the snow run on the Celtics team for sure particularly once Marcus Smart comes back and that uh, we got a Juwan Bentley yes the linebacker who can't stop nobody um, right, right. Uh, no exactly. offense no offense I like that guy but nah, it's you know, he, was, he, was, line, John. he was a leaky faucet 
last year. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like everybody was getting by. I'm like, dude. <laughs> boy, it's like my boy B Dog says he couldn't find his way through a wet paper bag. For real, for real, man. Yeah, yeah. But that, um, that, that was terrible. But I mean, hopefully, he has a better season uh, next year. I'm sure we'll begin some help. With the linebackers, you know, with Hightower coming back, so that'll take yep. less pressure off of For sure, man. So we're on episode 51. So, you know, before we start, please make sure you are pressing the subscribe button, that notification button. Make sure you're commenting. Hate, like, subscribe. That's the way, you know what I'm saying? You can hate, you can like it, whatever, man. We'll take it all. Uh, make sure you're sharing this content, you know, to as many people as you can, because that helps the channel grow. And we're going to keep coming back here on a consistent basis. All right, so the episodes drop every Tuesday um, and the videos drop every Wednesday on YouTube. So be clear on that. We're on social media. We're all over social media. Instagram popping. Instagram um, is profans underscore sports. You know, um, it's one of the best sports platforms on there. So you won't miss it. Um, we're on Facebook.com slash profansports, Twitter.com slash profansports, and of course, YouTube.com slash profansports. Again, subscribe. Um, and before we start, man, it's National Women's Day, right? Yep, it's absolutely. National Women's it's Day, so... Women's Day, yep. Big yeah. shout out to all the women. Yep, March 8th, 2021. Um, so, you know, shout outs to the women out there. So, I'm going to put you guys on the spot. Women in sports. Which, who is an inspiring woman in sports for you? Serena Williams. Um, mm. To me, one of the best athletes um, I've seen in my generation. Um, not just women, um, best best athletes. Um, sometimes, you know, I, to me, the debate is between her and Tom Brady. Um, I see people, that, people yeah. that have achieved so much. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I also want to say, um, happy Women's Day. Happy National. Also want to say that, you know, National Women's Day is every day. Who you got, Barry? Yeah, I definitely would go with, uh, Lisa Leslie. Ooh, uh, yeah, Lisa Leslie's good. good. Yes. Good, good one for sure. One of the great um, WNBA basketball players to to play had a you know great career. And, you know was you know very successful. In, you know playing in, in the league. Yeah, and was definitely a great uh, person as, as well. So I'd probably say her, and then another one would be Pat Summit, which was yes, who was a yes, women's uh, basketball coach. I think honestly, it's either between her or Gino Gino Oriema is the best women's basketball uh, coach. But she's definitely uh, was a great. I'll, you know, advocate for, you know, women's college basketball, hey, women's re sports. Rest, rest in peace to her, man, for sure. Yeah, R.I.P. Rest in peace absolutely. to her. Absolutely. She's you know? one of the GOATs. Absolutely. Um, going back to uh, Lisa Leslie, she uh, scored 101 points in one game. Jeez, damn. Pulled the Will Chamberlain, huh? No, well, pulled them, pulled, them. yeah, he won. She won up them. You know, it's National Women's Day. Will Chamberlain has no place here right now. Right. So, she you know. <laughs> She pulled the Lisa Leslie. She, she pulled the Lisa Leslie. Right, man. right. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Dude, damn, I didn't know she could get buckets. I knew she could get buckets, but not like that. You know what I heard, though? She's only like 6'5", but she looks right, like, looks you know, she's seven feet tall. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Maybe it's her body type, but she's really, like, not that tall. You know what I mean? Um, For me, it's going to be uh, Naomi Osaka. She just Ooh, won the Australian Open, Um, the most paid woman in sports right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Has used her platform for good. You know, is very humble person. Um, she's of Haitian and Japanese descent, and she says that loudly wherever she goes. You know, she stands up for social justice, regardless of you know um, who her fans are. You know what I'm saying? She she's somebody that just stands up for people that can't you know speak for themselves. So um, shout outs to Naomi Osaka. And um, 
you know, I guess the women in my family, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, they're a big part of my life and they definitely inspire me to do to do things um, that I wouldn't do for myself. You know, they they motivate me. You know, they pray for me. They're worried about me. You know what I'm saying? So shout outs to uh, the people in the fam, the women in the fam. You know, happy National Women's Day, man. Um, yeah, shout out to the women in my family as well, as well as my, actually my mom and my sister are big inspirational women in my life and inspire me every day to be the best person I can be. For sure, man. Um, so, you know, back to the sports. As always, we're going to be getting into the NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, um, et cetera. And then we'll do the Be Money Lifestyle Person of the Week. Um, you know, so let's get into it. So we're going to do the NBA where we're talking about the All-Stars, uh, the All-Star Weekend, the break, um, you know, the league outlook. So let's get into it, right? So some NBA news, Blake Griffin had a contract buyout with the Detroit Pistons, right? Um, news is he left $14 million on the table to get that buyout. So he left a lot of money out there. And since he has signed with the um, New Jersey, well, Brooklyn, yeah, with Brooklyn, the Brooklyn yeah. Nets, right? Um, so they, they, they got a stacked team. Add Blake Griffin, you know? Um, they're kind of like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of the NFL right now. <laughs> I mean, of the, NBA, you know, of the NBA, but they don't have a Tom Brady. We'll see who, who can step up and do something. Um, All-star. <laughs> they have yeah, Kevin Durant. He could be that guy. He, he has potential, right? Well, I don't know. He had to join, you know, a 73-team, I mean, 73-game win team to get that rank. So, you know, I don't know how much of a Tom Brady that guy. He's, but he's still the best player on that team and dominated, though. He's still balled he, he, out. I'm just and, saying, man. And, and, I'm just saying. All right? He's, he's, he's no Kevin. Tom Brady. He's, I'm not saying he's Tom Brady, but he's Kevin Durant and he busts ass. Right, he right. He's he, a, he was freaking you know, cooking out there. You know what's funny? He was my favorite player until um, that whole announcement. He really was. Like, oh, I've never dang. seen anything like it, man. And I was You're so like upset. You off, huh? I was so upset, you know, but, you know, if we talk to Kevin Durant, he'll say, dude, stop being so emotional. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> let me... I'm sure say something along those lines. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> You know, he'll tweet back at me real quick. Stop being so emotional, dude. I did what I had yeah. to do. You know what I'm saying? Bro, so... get out your feelings, man. <laughs> For real. Um, some more NBA news. Uh, ben Simmons and Joel Embiid did not play in the All-Star game this weekend um, because their barber... Uh, I guess tested positive for Corona, and you know NBA guys and their haircuts they got to look fly for the for the camera, so they're getting haircuts on like a, a a daily basis, or flying in a barber from all over the place to get haircuts. So you know they couldn't play in the game, and Joel Embiid called it a Mickey Mouse game. Did you guys see that? I didn't see that. <laughs> I didn't see that one. He, he tweeted. He tweeted, he tweeted. He's like, oh, the the Mickey Mouse All Star game. I guess. <laughs> I guess he's saying it's funny. It's like, dude, nobody. It's not people's fault that you, you know, you contacted COVID, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, I thought that was funny, though. That was all over the yeah, place. Yeah, no, it was pretty hilarious. But for sure, I'm sure he's probably seen that because there was a lot of small ball and, you know, smaller guys that, uh, you know, were on the court. You know, not not too many of the big guys were out there for, for too long. Uh, so maybe that's probably why he was saying that because all the guards and, you know, the, the wings were, you know, the ones that were had the more majority of the playing time. But, yeah, that's well, hilarious that he really tweeted uh, I, that. Yeah, no, it was funny. But, hey, a big man won MVP. So, I don't know if that point, you know, makes too much sense. But um, well, I think he was saying that just because he was hating. That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. he was just straight right. up hating. It's like, bro, like, the All-Star game has to go on without you, regardless of what happened. Like, they're not going to stop it because you contacted COVID, is what exactly. I'm saying. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, right, so right. Him, what I did hear is that... He, him and Ben Simmons actually didn't test 
positive for COVID. Luckily, they were t- tested negative, but the NBA did want to just play it safe and they want to take any risk or chances and ha- have them on the, the court, um, you know, d- due to the situation with the barber, uh, you know, that was actually from Philly. So, um, yeah, so that's well, why they, I mean, we they, know, they didn't have him play in the game last night. Well, we also know, right, like Vlad told us in, on this on this podcast, there's an incubation period, right? And you're not going to test positive as soon as they test you right after the contact. Like, it doesn't work like that. I understand what people are not understanding, but, like, you got to get that. Like, it's, been a year now. it's <laughs> come on, man. Get, you know, the science is out there. The information is out there. Get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so they did not play for the game. Um, and, and that's that. The All-Star game, uh, DeMontis Sabonis, he won the skills competition. I think that's like the second year in a row a big man has won the skills competition. Or that's the second big man in, in like three years that's won it. You guys um, remember who won it last year? Was it Vucevic? It, it was somebody, man. Um, yeah, I think so it was big a man, big man last year. So big, it was a big man last years, year. Um, yeah. Won it. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was Vucevic, but some, some big guy got it. Right. And I believe he beat um Luka Doncic on his way to doing that, right? He did. Yeah. He did beat Luka. Right. So, Before you know, he beat Vucevic. So, yeah. I know that was in impressive but looked like Luca wasn't really even trying and just saving his energy for the all-star game if, if that's what he's doing uh, what the all-star game like, that game don't even matter but, right, um, <laughs> or, yeah excuse me neither I don't know what he was doing but yeah he didn't look like he was putting really much effort into it I mean that's what I think yeah man um so DeMontis a bonus from the Pacers you know the big man from the Pacers he won the the skills competition Steph Curry won the three-point contest um, that was a which, very entertaining three-point contest. Oh, you like that? I I really enjoyed that. That was the only part of the weekend that was actually. It was really short though, right? Was no. that me? It no, wasn't. No. It was the regular three points. Three Is point that how they usually have it? Yeah, yeah. I feel like they have more rounds than that. No, no. That's Am I wrong? They, no. That's what they usually have it. Maybe, maybe it's because everything was in one time. Yeah, like that made right. it seem like it was, it was condensed. On the same day. That's why. Right. Yeah. Maybe that's what that was. Um, yeah, but Seth Curry yeah. won that, right? Yeah. So you yeah. like that, Vlad? Yeah, in the first round he scored thirty-one points, and that was that was good. That was really good. It was really good three-point shooting by everybody. Um, I think the thirty-one point that Steph Curry that's a record was the most scored ever. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Jalen Brown had a disappointing start. Oh at this God! Point. But besides Actually, that, I was but, talking to Barry at this while this was happening. Right, we were, right, we we did talk during that, and yeah, we're both like, yeah, JB choked. I think he missed like all his money games. balls. Yeah. Every money yeah, ball on every rack, he missed it. And no, he missed he like – no, no, I'm not talking about the money ball rack. Uh, I'm talking about the money ball at the end. Yeah, he yeah, missed yeah, like yeah. every rack, you know what I'm saying, which you need those. Yeah. He but, um he also missed the – he didn't hear the the whistle, so he missed the beginning, Um, which which I think that's what that's what happened. He missed the beginning, and then he was just like trying to rush through it. Um, Listen, he, he, got he got nervous. He got nervous. It's his first All-Star. He's nervous. But, you know what but, I'm saying? But the three-point contest was really good. I really enjoyed that. I've seen it. I've seen it. No, um, me too. That, that was definitely by far the best contest of, of the three with the short. And, no, they, 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 they sent, most of those guys did a, you know, a good job and put on a good performance. Right. Even Mike Conley, who was added to the All-Star game because Devin Booker had a knee um, situation going on. Um, so he had to drop out of the game, and Mike Conley came in to replace him. You know, um, I thought some and other people. made the finals, right? Right. right. Came in second. Yeah, I thought some other people had had um, better performance throughout the year to get it over Mike Conley. But you know, I feel like sometimes it's politics in the league. You know what I mean? Since he's made it so many times before, it's easy. But um, I'm saying like somebody like Shea Gildress from um, Oklahoma. 
he was really good. Um, uh, De'Aaron Fox was really, really good. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and they had better numbers than him. So I thought some other people deserved that over him, but he didn't well, disappoint quick, in a three-point contest. Well, real quick, I think the reason why they, you know, decided to invite Mike Conley and have him uh, be a replacement with Devin Booker just because of, you know, how good the Jazz have been and, you know, that they have the best record in the NBA right now um, and are the best team in the West. So I think they wanted, you know, to have the top team in the league, you know, have, you know, represent them with, you know, with three All-Stars and, uh, you know, give them the benefit of the doubt in that regard. I think that's the primarily the reason why they, you know, decided to select Mike Conley, um, you know, for, for the game. And, because you right, didn't have the best stats, but because I mean, I, I get that. that team. I get that, but I don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I we, I'm just saying to me, like, you go, yeah, no, I get it, but like, no, you know, you give it to the people that it's like Bradley Bill. They made up this year and made him a a, a starter this year. You know what I'm saying? When last year well, he deserved it too. Last year, that's what I'm saying. That, that, it's like, one. don't get shit, you know, screwed up so you don't have to make up for it next year. Because I'm sure De'Aaron Fox or, you know, uh, Shea's going to get in the game next year, you know, because clearly they're performing this year. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like Jalen Brown last year. Didn't make it, and now he made it this year. You know, so, um, I don't know. I say stop right, with the so politics. They got to get it right, for sure. Get it right. Get it right the first stars. time. Yeah, yeah you know, whoever deserves it goes in. That's it, you know? Simple as that. Fact. Simple as that. Um, the All-Star Game MVP was Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, he had 35 points um, on 16 of 16 shots. Jeez. Yeah. Um, he actually got to play pretty free last night. So, you know, it it worked out for him because he didn't have to facilitate anything, do anything of that nature. So he, he was in there putting shots back, dunking. I think he hit a three as well. He you know, did. he was out there playing free. Yeah, for sure. He was. You know what and, I mean? Uh, he, he definitely, you know, Played really well and had you know the best game and deserved to win that All Star MVP and right was actually hitting his his jump shots which normally he doesn't do so I know the couple of them you know he banked them in but nonetheless he definitely had the best performance uh, you know by any All Star even though there's a couple of ones that had just as good of a performance I thought in Steph Curry and Damian Steph Lillard. Steph Curry and Dame Lillard yeah and they're all in the same team Durant messed up with his draft I know man. Man. I don't know what he was thinking trash. What, what the hell was he thinking, for real? <laughs> I don't know what he was Dang. thinking, man. Um, Zion Williamson played last night, and he was a starter because he replaced Joel Embiid, you know, in the starting lineup. That dude missed, like, three, four dunks on that night. I was like, what? what is happening? I know. What he is happening? Like you're, himself at all, right? You're Zion, man. You he know, was nervous that he was starting. Maybe that's why. Oh, he was his first All-Star. First All-Star, so and you're he starting? Had the right, yeah. right. He had the butterflies, for sure. Right. Um, two All-Stars got heavily fined. Um, Rudy Gobert, $20,000. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, $25,000, respectively, um, for comments made about the officiating uh, against the, I mean, during the game against uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, so, you know, their pockets are a little lighter, but those guys are millionaires, so I don't think they're... Right, like, that's some change <laughs> to them, right. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, you know, we're in the pandemic. We were talking about Joel Embiid testing, you know, I mean, not testing, but like, you know, contact. being in a contact protocol and stuff like that. Um, and big news came out of the NBA and they said that they will not mandate their players to take the vaccine. Which I'm really surprised about. Well, I guess it makes sense. Like, they don't want to force it on them. They don't want to push. They don't want to make it like um, you have to get this. Um, but I'm sure it's going to be available to them whenever they want it. Well, they're not mandating it. They're not saying you can't yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They just, mm -hmm. they just, I'm a little, I mean. Is that concerning to you? I don't know if it's cons I, I don't know. I I think the NBA is in a place where they don't wanna they don't wanna put themselves in a situation where they're 
forcing players to get the vaccine, especially people, players of color um, that might not want to take the vaccine um, and they don't want to put them in a situation where they're forcing the players to take the vaccine and the players say, no, now it's a big issue. I think that's what they're trying to not get into. Um, but I think eventually the players are going to take it. I mean, I don't think every player is going to take it, but I think most of the players. I'm pretty sure the NBA will make sure that it's available for them, the players. You think um, Kyrie Irving had anything to do? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm <laughs> I mean, uh, I, oh, you're joking. You're joking, but I'm, oh. you're joking, but I'm pretty sure you know, whenever the NBA makes a decision, it, they have to get, they have to talk to the um, NBA Players Association. So I'm sure Kyrie has something to do with it. He's one of the presidents, so I'm sure he has something. <laughs> but, but if you think about it, the NBA just, is, they're just not gonna put themselves in a situation where they're forcing black players to do something they don't want to, you know what yeah. I'm trying to say? So I'm pretty I, sure. I that, get it. Yeah, I get it. They're not gonna put themselves in that situation. If you're a player, are you getting it? Well, I'm a human and I'm getting it. I got it, period. So. Oh, you got it already. Yeah. Yeah, you got both, or you got you got your first round. Just the first round. Getting the second round next week. How was the first round? The first round was nothing. Um, you just you. I felt fine the whole time. Um, is there I, is there was there any arm soreness? Because that's what I'm here. Um, no, you just feel that you got a vaccine at the spot that you got it. Like, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's scaring John. That's me, dude. I'd be like, oh, just do it, just do it, just do it. <laughs> That'd be me. That'd be me. I'd be. <laughs> oh, that's how you are at the doctors. Yo, I'd be like, yo, shot. dude, just do it. Just Go do ahead, it. do what you gotta do. Just do it right here. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you don't even feel anything. You just is it is it is it small? Is it a small syringe? It's a regular size. Damn. <laughs> He's like, oh man, I was hoping for a small one. But yeah, it's it's pretty um, harmless. It's the second one. The second one, um, I'm definitely taking the day off for the second one. Uh, yeah. After the second one, you definitely feel fever and headaches. So I'm just gonna have my Gatorade and soup next to. Me. Oh, um, I heard you know you should eat like a, a good meal before you take the second one. Um, because my cousin, she's in uh healthcare, so um. You know, I'm I'm definitely thinking about going to get that, so I'll be joining you soon. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, I should definitely you know? get that. Yeah, yeah, Barry, you need to sign up too, so we can come <laughs> together. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. I'll I'll get it eventually, but we'll we'll see no. when uh. You, you need to get that minds. so I can feel better about myself. You know what I mean? I'm like, all right, all three of us got it. You know what I mean? If anything happens. Oh, so you it's... need a friend to go? You need someone to accompany you? Yeah, okay, yeah. Ah, if we could I go together, you. if we could go together, that'd be good. You know what I mean? We'll hold... have to arrange that and set that up. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah, I'll hold your shoulders. You hold mine. You know. You guys you guys can have a little pool fence sports podcast date. <laughs> For real, let's get it. Let's get it. Word, word, let's do it. Right, right. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah, and explain to the doctors what the hell we're wearing. You know, so yeah, exactly um, right, right. No, in all seriousness, sports fans. Yeah, no, in all seriousness, though, I'm definitely you know on on the way to getting that myself, man. Because you know, I want to get back to normal too, man. So. Exactly. Um, you know, right, yeah, we it, all want to get back to a normal. It's life. just what Absolutely. it is. That's right, man. Um, some more situations going on in the NBA. Uh, Joel Embiid, he was donating um all his All Star proceedings to um some charities, right, Barry? Which yeah, yes, he did. So what he ended up doing was yeah, he donated all the hundred thousand dollars, the All Star money that he got to uh three, you know 
through homeless shelters in uh, Philadelphia in, in that area to, um, you know, help out with, you know, clothing, uh, you know, COVID treatment, uh, you know, essential care for, for teens and summer camps uh, as well. So, uh, so pretty into how about with pretty much, you know, anything that, uh, you know, those, the homeless shelter needed, you know, assistance with. So definitely I thought that was really cool and really awesome uh, and, you know, and genuine for him to be able to give back to, uh, you know, those homeless shelters and people that, you know, need the help the most through, you know, this tough time that we're going through. So, no, definitely big shout out to Joel Embiid for, uh, you know, giving away his all-star money, you know, for a better cause. Right. So the all-star game uh, was won by Team LeBron, like we were saying earlier, uh, the score of 170 to 150. Um, you know, MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, LeBron James got to play with Steph Curry for the first time, and he, he made the world know about that. But what you guys think about the game? Do you enjoy it? Um, do you still like the format? Um, what were your thoughts on it? Just quickly. Um, I only enjoyed the three-point contest. Like I said, the, the scope competition, I didn't get to watch that. Um, the, the, the dunk contest sucked. Um, the, dunks, <laughs> the dunks were not impressive, really, except for the first one, really, that was impressive. We mean the um, first round? No, just the first dunk. I forgot he, that kid's name. Cassius Stanley. Yeah, Cassius um, Stanley. He and he has, didn't even make it to the second round, which I thought was bullcrap. Yeah, I think right. that was he got yeah. Yeah, yeah, his, his first dunk was the best dunk of the night, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um right. Speaking of that, Anthony Simons, you know, from the Portland Trailblazers won the dunk contest. Yeah. Um he had a couple, you know, regular dunks. Like I didn't think anything was very spectacular about it. Although the dunk he won he won on was the one where he tried to kiss the rim but didn't kiss the rim, but they yeah. still gave it to him anyway. So it's like, I, okay. I think if he did kiss the rim, that would have been nice. That would have been nice. Oh, that would have been, been nice. Dope. That would have been awesome. He would have oh, bust yeah. his teeth, but yep, they would have been nice. Yeah, I would have had to make a trip to the dentist after, but that would have definitely <laughs> been uh, impressive without question. I wonder if he actually kissed the rim before, like at the, yeah. at, at the Y or something. He probably has, you know what I mean? But I'm like, sure he has. You, you have to be so precise with these dunks, man. You know, you can't even be off by, like, you know, a couple inches to be able to do something like that. So um, um, he was but, the first trailblazer player to ever win the dunk contest. So shout-outs yeah. to him, you know. Um, the game itself I thought was boring at time. Actually, I didn't even finish watching the, the whole thing. Um, it, yeah, I thought it was boring, to be honest with you guys. Um, yeah, I, I just – like, I didn't like the fact that they were starting – restarting the – the clock, the score, the score, and I was just like, oh, okay. And that's then what they, they did last year, though, like. They were yeah, they did the same thing. Yeah, but I don't know. I just, I just couldn't stay with it this time. I don't mm-hmm. know. I didn't enjoy that as much. I yeah. think last, maybe it's because the fans were there last year. That's what I was just oh, gonna yeah. say. You know what it was last year? They had the students. They every time that, um, cause you know, every quarter was dedicated to some school in Chicago, mm. and they had the students from each school there celebrating and stuff. That made it interesting, but I don't know. This year, I was just like, eh, I was. He wasn't with it. No, I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you know the All Star Game definitely had um, you know it's good moments and not as good moments uh, to to the game. But I mean, I liked the All Star Game. I I enjoyed you know most of it. I enjoyed uh, you know Steph Curry and Damian Lillard doing their thing. Uh, you know, shooting shots from half court. It honestly looked like those guys were playing horse. I mean, uh, the, 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 those two guys, like they're, they're, right. they're trying to like one up each other and they're like, okay, like 
you can shoot this shot and make it from here back the next time down when I get the ball I'm gonna go to that same spot or further and well LeBron and, and you know and splash no, that LeBron shot. actually said that he told them like hey just keep going further back and they kept going further back wow really you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, I, yeah. I, LeBron I said, that. like, LeBron yo. LeBron said, told them that. The, yeah. last, the last couple of shots were... Um, like, behind the half-point half line. Yeah, it was like... No, it was at half-court. Yeah, like, right no, half that's court. what I meant. Right that's right at half-court. Court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was crazy. And it's crazy because those guys made it seem as if they were, you know, were just taking regular, like, jump shots and, like, were hitting them with, like, ease. It, they, they didn't look like they were, like, had to jump higher or, like, put more into it. It just looked like effortless, like it was just a regular shot to them. That was, you know, pretty impressive and crazy I that mean, they were able to hit, you know, that shot with, you know, as easily as they did. Well, I mean, when you're when you're not playing a game for your team and there's really no pressure, like, you know, I can score. And, you know what I mean? Like, I can go to the court by myself and, you know, shoot the ball from half court and make it. You know what I mean? Like, if there's other players on the court, though, I mean, I might get a little nervous. But then it's like they're not playing for anything. They're, they're playing free and – you know, they most of the time they would never do something like that in an actual game. You know what I mean? Like I've never seen an NBA player, you know, shoot the ball from behind the the half point line unless it's like the last second, you know, of the clock or something. Well, that's what Damian Lillard and Steph Curry do. That's why they call Damian Lillard logo Lillard and Steph Curry. A logo Steph Curry is Ray. different than behind the half line. You know what well, I'm saying? Right. That's what I'm saying. But they usually take shots from beyond that three-point line, like, way beyond the three-point line in a regular game and hit them consistently. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it was pr- pretty cool, I mean, to see that in an all-star game, particularly since they were playing uh, on the same team. Uh, you know, I thought that, you know, JT played pretty well, you know, had 25, you know, points in, in, in the game. Uh, you know, Jalen Brown did all right. Uh, you know, could have played better, but he did okay. Um you know, but definitely was kind of like on and off. Uh, but I did like how they, you know, kept the last quarter to, you know, the same as last year and the target scoring, you know, the 24 points, uh, you know, for the, the leading team and, you know, to, to honor Kobe and, and uh, you know, and, and, and to kind of make it more competitive. You know, it wasn't really competitive, but at least it made, you know, Team Durant try a little bit harder. But by that time, it was too little too late because they're already getting blown out by 20. So, like, there's really nothing they could do to get back into the game. But thought it was a good overall game for an all-star game with no fans and, you know, due to the circumstances that were in with, you know, with COVID, that league did the best they could to put on a good all-star game. And I thought they did a you know, a decent job of that. Yeah, I mean, for me, I I had it on the whole time, but I didn't pay attention the whole time. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, like, it wasn't that enticing to me. You know, I liked, you know, the players were cool. Um, but I think the, the fans being missing from an All-Star game is, like, huge because, like, that's really, really part of the game during yeah. All-Star weekend. Absolutely. All the celebrities come out. They're on the sideline. They're sitting there. They're messing around with the players. LeBron's going to grab somebody's cup to drink their juice or whatever, you know, he'd be doing on the sideline with those people. And, you know, it, it definitely was lacking. It, it seemed like LeBron barely played last night. I think he rested most of the game. Um, Yo, so he did, played 13 minutes. So, you know, like he's yeah, old. That's it. He's 36. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like they said um, in the video, he's 36. <laughs> he's 36, so, you know, he played 13 minutes. Um, Steph Curry looked like he was on the bench a lot of the time. 
Zion Williamson looked like he was on the bench a lot of the times. It, you know, it wasn't like a regular production. Um, it, it was it was cool, but it was kind of lackluster. So, you know, um, Team LeBron won for the fourth straight year in a row and that he's been a captain. So clearly this dude has a GM, <laughs> GM um, you know, spot in his future. So, you know, because he, he's been doing it well. I mean, albeit it's with All-Stars. So, you know, you're not going to get All-Stars. I was about to say. I well, can write yeah. GM. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, well, quick uh, comment on that. I actually heard someone else point that out that, you know, you could you know potentially be a GM. But then at the same time, when you really think of it and, you know, no. LeBron James and his personality, I can't imagine him working for someone else. So he'd probably be more likely to be an owner uh, well, and, and and actually, you know, be the boss and, you know, and, and run a team. Because I know he said he wants to be an owner after he's done playing, that he wants to get into ownership. So, yeah, I don't he, see he, LeBron he do taking both. orders. He yeah. can do both. That's if true. he wants to, his team. <laughs> right, right. Who, who's going to tell LeBron that it's he like, can't do that? Right, it's right. like Jerry Jones. It's like. Who's going to tell him who to – like, he's going to draft whoever the hell he feels like it. You know what I'm saying? So No, um, facts. I, I feel you right. He's definitely I, capable of having both positions if he wants to do that in his future. Okay. Um. So now, you know, the first half of the season is officially over. Uh, we got the Utah Jazz with the best record in the league right now. They're leading everybody. Um. Are, are these guys – are they contenders or are they pretenders? Um – I think they're pretenders. Um, I think they're pretenders to me because uh, contend. Well, I'm sorry. Of course, they're contenders. But wait a minute! Didn't you vote for the Jazz last year to go? I uh, thought you were on the Jazz train last year. Well, what happened last year is you guys they were facing um the Den- the Denver and you guys um were disrespecting them and I had to let you guys know what was going on. But <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not that I mean I believe in the Jazz. I think they're a good team and I think they're gonna make it far. I just and I'm sorry, they're not pretenders, but they're not championship caliber. I think mm. I think um I, I just I just don't think like this is the year for them. I think we obviously see that there is a monster on the east that's building and it's almost, you know, Thanos like the way they're building their team and um so so I, I just I think I think they're a really good team and I think they're gonna go far. I think they might reach the I think they definitely might reach the um Western Conference finals. I think that that's a possibility for them. Um but I'm I'm not sure if they're going to the finals. Mm. Pretenders or contenders, Barry? Oof. I I I don't know because it's like I want to see more from them. Like I know we've seen a whole half of basketball uh, from them, and they've played you know really well, and you know have been pretty consistent in the first half. But I don't know if I'm ready to call them contenders yet. I still want to see how they're gonna play you know in the, in the second half of the season, particularly since uh you know that's really when you know, the real games start and the games, you know, matter, uh, you know, even, even more. And, you know, and then teams start to, you know, play at a high level. So I want to see them, you know, continue to – how long can they keep this up? Well, because it's nice what they're doing right now and, you know, gone off to a great start. And, uh, you know, they're deservedly the best, you know, team in the West right now. Uh, but I want to see if they can sustain that and keep that for the whole season before I call them a true contender to actually win the championship uh, this year. They're certainly one of the top teams in the, in the West and are going to be there, uh, in, you know, in the end uh, and should by definitely make the Western Conference Finals. Uh, in, you know, Wednesday definitely make the Western Conference Finals, but I think they have a really good chance to. 
to be there, uh, you know, when that time comes. But I also wanted to remember this is the same team that lost a 3-1 lead to the Nuggets. So they have to prove themselves on that they can do this in the playoffs as well as the regular season. Because what they stand to remind me of is like the Milwaukee Bucks. They're a regular season team. They have a really good regular season. But when they get to the playoffs, they come up small and they don't play as well. They're not the same team. So Have, have um, the Jazz been consistently in the playoffs? They've been made the playoffs the last three years since Donovan Mitchell's been there. They've been in the playoffs pretty much every year. Since he came in as a rookie? Right, but they've been but they've been losing every, every time they've gotten to the playoffs the first round. They haven't even well think they won won one year against OKC in the first round and then they lost in the second round. But the last couple of years they haven't um you know played typically that well in, in the playoffs. So I wanna see them continue to play this well throughout the season and into the postseason. But they're certainly a threat without question in the Western conference and are right there with the Lakers and the Clippers. Um, as the top teams um, in the West. I think I'm going to go with um, contenders, right? Because, I mean, the word contenders means to contend, right? And I think with the way things are set up right now in the West, they're definitely contending. You know, one, they have the best record in the league, you know, already. And they've played majority of those contenders and beat them so far already. You know what I mean? Does that make them, you know, like championship caliber? I'm not saying all that. But I definitely think they're, you know, a team that went into the playoffs last year you know, was starting to do really well, you know, and lost it in a really, you know, heart-wrenching fashion. And you saw how Donovan Mitchell reacted to it. And this year, you've seen him come back on a whole new level. You know what I'm saying? Like, this mm-hmm. guy, he's making his presence felt. He's being a leader. And it, it sounds like the teams, you know, they're following his lead. And, you know, the other guy's playing well, too, in Rudy Gobert. And then they have good pieces around them, too. So, um, I think this is a team that's definitely going to be a sleeper in this thing. Um, I think not a sleeper. They defeat, they're not sleeping on anybody. They're not. They're not. But you know what I'm saying. But like, as far maybe I should say a dark horse. You know what I'm saying. Um, maybe that's a better word for them. I think they're definitely going to surprise a lot of people. Um, I like Donovan Mitchell's attitude. I like the way they play together. Um, it kind of like reminds me of a, a Detroit Pistons. You know, um, with how they play together so well. Um, and I'm talking about well, the, even like the Pistons, Spurs, the San Antonio the Spurs, Spurs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, they got a complete team over there. Even without Mike Conley, they were they were still you know having success. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So um, right. I think they're definitely contenders for now. You know, I'm not going to call them a pretender because they made it to the playoffs. I feel like a pretender is going to be somebody that hasn't gone anywhere yet, and all of a sudden, you know, they're kind of like the Suns right now, right? The Suns, who haven't been to the playoffs, they started winning last year. Now they're winning again this year. I think they're like number fourth in the West right now. Yeah, and, they're um, top four team in the West, yeah. You know, you you could say they, they're going to be one of the top teams, but they haven't won anything, so we don't know yet. So I feel like they would be more of the pretenders um, if, if I was to say there was a pretender um, out there. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, anything that was surprising to you in the first half before we move on to, you know, some Celtics news? Anything that's surprising you or anything that, um, you know, you want to touch on as far as like the first half of the NBA season? No, all things that we touched on, the Jazz, the Nets, um, really those two teams. I'm surprised by how, you know, I'm surprised by Toronto, Miami. Um, Celtics, no? No. No, nah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> not really, not really. That was um, the but, setup. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, let's move. I did just want to say a couple of um, things, particularly that I'm surprised about. 
I'm surprised about what I'm seeing from the New York Knicks. Yes. That, that's definitely a big uh, surprise without question. I think they've, you know, been by far the most surprising team in the East and have played a lot better than, you know, most people expected out of them. And they've certainly, uh, you know, have won a lot more and have a higher, uh, you know, seed in, in standing and higher spot in the standings than uh, we, we thought. We didn't think they'd be a top uh, five team in the, in the East. Uh, you know, we thought they'd be at the bottom right. half. Who else East. you got? Uh, also the Hornets as well. I'm surprised what I'm seeing from the Hornets. Uh, but, you know, we knew LaMelo Ball was going to, you know, play well, but I feel like the rest of that team is also playing well uh, too. And it's certainly, you know, shown that they're a playoff team in the East or at least going to, you know, get one of uh, the top eight spots. So I certainly like what I'm seeing from them, for, from, you know, from that team overall. No, facts, man. I, I like the Hornets pick because of LaMelo Ball, man. Um, that kid's special. Um, he is. Rookie of the year, hands down, so far. You know, Absolutely. there's a whole half of the season left, and I feel like he's running away with it. Um, I feel like he's already you know, won it, pretty much. You know, the youngest to ever hit a triple-double. You know what I'm saying? He's going against he, – he's starting now. You know what I'm saying? Already. And he's putting up good numbers, you know. Um, and his passing ability, man, is like – it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? I post about him all the time. Um, another surprise for me is Joel Embiid. Joel's been balling, yo. You know what I'm saying? K MVP candidate, putting the team on his back. He doesn't look mm -hmm. like he's out of breath, you know, as soon as the third quarter hits. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He he looks like he's more comfortable with his, with his role, you know, with, with the way Doc Rivers is using him. Um, and 76 is overall, man. They're number one in, in, in the East right now, right? Yeah, um, that's right. And, you know, Joel Embiid got them on his back, and Doc Rivers is using them how he should be using them, and, and they're doing well, man. Um, that's the team I'm definitely scared of, you know, this year. Before, I wasn't, I wasn't too scared of them when, when it comes to, to the Celtics, of course. But now, it's like, we got some stuff to think about, you know. Yeah, not, even, was, not just the Nets. You yeah, know? Sixers, too, absolutely. Sixers, Bucks, you know what right, I'm saying? Like, right. we got a lot to think about in the East right now, you know, so. Um, look, look, nah. how fast, look how fast the Celtics are not a hot team anymore in the East. It's crazy. Look how it's, fast that happened. It's For real, crazy. Facts. Within a year, that just happened, right? Where we're not, they're not even the top three team. We're not even talking about them as the best teams in the East. I know it's, you know, life really comes at you fast, right? And right. Right. It, you know, they're not keeping up with, you know, with the top, you know, contenders in the East, and they're certainly suffering because of that. Hey, you know, with that said, you know, the Celtics went into the All Star break with a four game winning streak. Right. The last, the last two games was against the Clippers and the Raptors and they won those. And, you know, um, they're looking like they're doing things better than they were before, you know, than they were when they dropped to number nine in the East, you know, so they're back in the number fourth position, but not by like a huge margin. You know, right now it's really anybody's game right now because everybody's won like 19, 18, 17 games. So, you know, it's pretty, right. it's a pretty close race right there. Um, you know, Jalen Brown and, Jason Tatum represented us in the All-Star game. They did their thing there. Um, when the when they come back, which is the following Thursday, which is going to be what? March 11th. March 11th. Uh, they will be opening the second half of the season against the Nets. Uh, so we'll get Great. to see the Nets with the new addition in, uh, in uh, um, Griffin. Blake Griffin, yeah. Blake Griffin. Yeah, so we'll get to see what that looks like. Oh, I'm excited for that game now. Yeah. I'm really you, you don't think we're going to get smacked and that it's going to be a blow? We'll get smacked, but I'm excited for the game. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, let me, um, let me, well, I, don't, I don't know if we're going to get smacked, but I think um, 
when whenever a good team is coming to town, you got the Nets who just added um they just added Blake Griffin, which now they're a four headed monster. I, I wanna see what that looks like, you know, and the first game they're gonna play it against us. I don't know if Durant is gonna be back for that game. I don't think he'll be yeah, back. I don't by think then. he'll be back for that game, but um but it'll be good to see what the Celtics look like versus one of the best teams in the league. Um, it's always good to see that. I don't think we're going to get smacked, per se. I, I, I just – I don't think that's what's going to happen. But I don't think we're going to win that game either. Yeah, I think a blowout is coming. I'm not too um, <laughs> hopeful about that. Last time I told you guys – last time game. I told you guys a blowout was coming from the Nets, y'all, y'all, y'all laughed at me. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that, right? I thought was it against the Bucks or the Nets? Both of them. It was both. Oh, of them. Yeah, that's your was <laughs> yeah. Both teams. Right? Yeah, I was laughing at me the then. Bucks, but you were right about the Nets, right? Yeah. I think it was on Christmas Day, right? When yeah. we played the Nets and yeah. they destroyed us. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Listen, we can't all be negative, Vlad. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta well, say positive. I'm just, positive I'm not, I'm not negative. I'm realistic. I just, oh, I just my God. feel it. I don't, I don't want to be – sometimes I don't want to be that realistic. Man. Please do something. <laughs> oh. hey, sometimes we got to keep it real, man, when we're on this podcast. We do, we do. For, for sure. Uh, but, I mean, uh, to be realistic, I think that if they play their best and, you know, they, they bring their A game and come ready to play, they could, you know, without Kevin Durant, they could, you know, be competitive in this game and you know and i at least give you know the nets a somewhat of a run but i think you know i don't think they're really um you know their chances are pretty good of winning this particular uh game unless if the nets just play really really bad but i I, 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 I think that they can you know definitely compete and hang in there i hope marcus smart's ready to you know to come back by by then he might not be but it would certainly help if he able to be back in the lineup and having him out there. I mean, I think the team's figuring out how to win without Marcus lately, which is good, but I think that would be good for him to come back for sure because, you know, we definitely miss a defensive edge when he's not in the lineup. Uh, The Celtics have, you know, been in some rumors, which they have been all year. You know what I'm saying? When you have a, you know, a a player exception, a trade exception, everybody's thinking what you're going to do. So um, just this past week, you know, there's been rumors that, the Celtics are interested in Jeremy Grant, which is a player from the Pistons. He's like the best player. So I don't know how we're going to swing these things. And um, they're also interested in, in Vucevic from the Orlando Magic, which is their big man over there. Um, you know, with that said, what's your second half expectations for the Celtics? Well, I think um, Danny has to make some kind of move, right? I think um, we need... We need a big man. We need a wing player. Um, I, I'd like, I, I would like a little bit of of the, the the big man, but also like a veteran. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, I, I, that's what I would. Um, I think as far as the Celtics goes, um, depending on who, um, um, depending on who would brings who would bring in, I'm, I think we're definitely will be in the playoffs for sure. Um, but I'm not expecting big things from the Celtics. I'm just not. I, it's 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 tough to say. I don't because you know in past years we've made it to the Eastern Conference Final, and that's something we expect every year at least. I just don't expect it this year. I think did we year. did we expect that last year? Um, when they started, um, that's oh well, it's not that we're, that's what the goal was for me. The goal was at least the Eastern Conference Final. Okay. This year, mm-hmm. the goal, this year, I just don't think we're even there. I think. If we make it to the playoff, hopefully we make it against, you know, the Knicks or... If we make it to the playoff. Well, 
I'm sorry. We'll make. We will make. We're <laughs> saying that, right? <laughs> we will. No, I, I think we will. Uh, now, let, let me stop. We will make it to the playoff if we make it. If we play against the Pacers or the Knicks or um, who's another good? Maybe uh, Hornets. Hornets. Yeah, yeah. Then we might be able to pass first round. But mm-hmm. if we play against um, Nets, the Philly, Nets, Philly, Bucks. the Bucks, yeah, I, I the Heat. I just don't see it. Yeah, even Miami, right, right. I just don't see it, see us making it past first round. Mm. What's your expectations, Barry? Yeah, no, I expect, you know, this team to play better and be more, you know, consistent. Uh, you know, and I definitely expect them to get in the playoffs. They they should definitely be in the playoffs and be a playoff team. I expect them to be a top four uh, team. I, you know, they, they shouldn't, you know, be less anything less than that fourth spot. Uh, you know, if they have that five spot, I would, I would definitely be disappointed. I wouldn't be too, uh, you know, thrilled and happy about that. Um, I'm expecting to, you know, to, to see them actually uh, at least win the round. Uh, then, you know, definitely uh, they, they shouldn't be by any means, uh, you know, be out in the first round and be uh, be one and done. That, that, that would be a major, you know, disappointment and they'll certainly have to reevaluate um, the, the roster and uh, and just the organization in, in, in general, if that's the case, because that's certainly unacceptable for this team to be a one-and-done uh, team in the playoffs. Uh, but, you know, they should definitely at least make the Eastern Conference semifinals. Uh, and then, you know, probably going to exit from there unless if they make a move. But if they really feel like this team has a chance, particularly Danny Ainge, uh, you know, with the comments that he recently said, on the radio saying that the team's not good enough to be able to compete and contend in the in the East, uh, you know, then if he really feels like this team's worth it to actually make a move, he should definitely, um, you know, do that with the trade deadline coming up in a couple of weeks. Uh, he certainly has to, you know, look to bring in at least a piece. I don't know if he's going to bring a couple, but he has to bring somebody. Something. Um, and that, that, that can help. You can't just sit back there um, and – not do anything and say, oh, yeah, we tried to do something. We, you know, we tried to contact all these teams and, uh, and go after a number of players, but we couldn't find, um, you know, a, a deal that we thought worked, you know, worked out for us and that was worth it and stuff. That's what they say every year. I don't want to hear that same BS uh, this year. I want to see some action on this team being active and actually do something to help improve the team and at least increase their chances of, you know, making it further in the, in the playoffs. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if that does happen. But um, I, you know, expect to see a much, you know, better team than what I saw in the first half because I'm not too happy uh, with what I saw from them in the first half. And uh, they certainly need to be better than what they were if they're going to make anything uh, of this season. And even Brad Stevens has to be better too. Um, so as well, so we, we talked about him accountable. We got, we talked about you know a few you know getting players, but we do have a few players that's you know um, that got some injuries, right? One being Marcus Smart, who comes back, and what's the word on a Romeo Langford? You know what I'm saying? Who I feel like I is didn't heard anything. Capable, but I don't think he's ever gonna come back. You know what I'm saying? It's like and that dude. Does, probably send him to the G League. No, nah, I feel like last year he started coming into his own. You know um, what's but, what's up with him? He had the wrist, the wrist um Injury, surgery, the wrist surgery, um, right, right. And I haven't heard from him since. It's like, what, when do we, when does he come back? You know, because that's a body we could use, an athletic body that was right, starting right. to get the game. You know, at the end of last year, I thought 
was going to be helpful this year. And then boom, that happened. Um, but for me, expectations, I'm not even like looking at playoff expectations. I'm, I'm looking at player expectations. Um, I'm looking at Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, you know, to see if they can take their game, you know, and the team to another level, right? Can they, you know, um, operate under the pressure that they've been getting, right? Because we saw what happened. They, they started failing a little bit, and then now they're coming back a little bit. Um, now that they're all-stars, you know, Jalen Brown's an all-star. Um, you know, they've been around other all-star players, you know, for the weekend. I want to see what they can do. My expectation is that they're going to come back and, and be even better than what they were, you know, this time around, you know, with a more concerted effort, um, you know, making the team a whole better, a better team, right? I heard Jason Tatum in his press conference talking about, I want to come back, you know, and be an all-star starter for years to come. For you to do that, you got to start hitting buckets. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to start taking over games and winning games, you know, putting the team on your back, which he's done a few times, you know. Um, but I want to see that on a more consistent basis, right? Um, I want to see better bench play. My expectation is better bench play, right? Um, Pritchard, he's been in the league for a little bit now. You know, he's played more NBA games than he does uh, an NCAA game in, in a season, right? So right. Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, all right, do you hit a wall or do you continue on the progression that you've been showing um, as of recent? You know what I'm saying? So I think I have more team expectations, like, player expectations and like team expectations for me i'm not gonna sure. put that much pressure on preacher just because he's a rookie um just like you said he's played more games than he's ever played in a season this year yep. and so eventually his legs are gonna get tired i'm right. not it's not the rookie's job it's not he's not even a first pick you know what i mean he's not like the 26 you know what i mean so i'm not gonna put that much pressure on him i think it's up to jason tatum jen brown to improve their team games i think their individual game is fine Right. I think individually, the team game for sure. in, individually, I think Jason Tatum's been awesome the last couple of games. Um, Jason, Jalen Brown, obviously, I think he's the most improved player this year. I think individually, they've been playing well. It's together, you know what I mean? Right. And right. Maybe, hopefully, when Smart comes back, that can improve. Maybe they can get together and improve that. It's the team game, the passing. Like sometimes the Celtics doesn't pass enough, and that yeah, that's, 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 been, that's been a problem. Passing, Moving the ball, yeah, it, it pisses me off. You know, what I mean, it's like a lot of ISO, and I'm like, and I understand because as you as you get better as an NBA player, it's like okay, let me try and make my own shot. Once you start knowing how to make your own shot, now you need to know how to play within the team, within the scheme, within making your other players better. And I think that's where those guys are at. Both Jalen Brown and Justin Tatum, they are that level where it's like. Okay, now that you can make your own shot, how do you get everybody involved? Because Michael Jordan had to deal with that. You know what I mean? He had to, like, get Steve Kerr involved. He had to get the other people involved. We all watched the documentary last year. He mm -hmm. talked, um, uh -huh. um, was his coach? His coach, um, Phil, Phil Jackson. Jackson. Phil Jackson told him, you know, you got to get everybody, other people involved because they, they know how to guard you now. You know what I mean? And yep. Steve, Steve Kerr had to have that same conversation with um, – Old boy over there. What's Steph, Curry. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what and I mean? Clay so I, Thompson and all that. So I think it's, yeah. it's time for those guys to be like, okay, we know how to score. We're going to score eventually. Yeah. Now, how do we get the other guys involved? How do we get easy shots for Pritchard? How do we get easy shots for um, 55? How do we get... Beaujolais. Oh, yeah. Beaujolais. Beaujolais. Right, right, right. How do we get mm -hmm. easy shots for Thais? You know what I mean? That's... Grant, that's, you know. That's where Tristan. we are. That, I think no. that's where we are right now. I completely agree. I don't mean to put... um pressure on Peyton Pritchard at all I think I'm just more impressed on how well he's played which you know it's it's more of a testament to him 
for yeah. me to even have these expectations. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he's played, he's came in, and like I said, you know, when, when I first heard about it, he, he hasn't been scared, and he's been contributing. So, um, you know, as a fan, I'd like to, I'd definitely like to see, you know, more development from him. You know, I, I'd like to see him keep going in the trajectory that he's been going, basically yeah. is what I'm saying. Hopefully he can maintain the stuff that he's been doing for us, you know, dropping yeah. 10, you know, uh, dropping 10 and 6, 10 and 7, you know, 15 and whatever. You know what I'm saying? So um, it, I think it's just more of a testament to him and how good he's been so far early on in his career. And he's been one of the key pieces for the Celtics, you know. Um, I also want to see, you know, Kemba Walker get even healthier. Right, you know I was just going to say that. I want to see him real. continue, you know, what he's been doing the last couple of weeks because he's been he's been exactly. on a tear, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, and he's been leading the team in scoring, and every time he does that, we win the game. So um, I want to see him keep showing that leadership and, you know, shutting us up because we've been talking bad, bad about <laughs> about, oh, yeah. about the boy all season. So those are my yeah, Absolutely, John. And I think, you know, I couldn't agree with you more on that. Uh, I think there's a better chance that we do see him you know, play well. I think he has finally, like, turned the corner and that, you know, knee's starting to feel better and he's starting to look more, you know, quicker, more explosive, um, you know, going towards the basket and, uh, you know, and, and moving around on, on the court. Uh, so um, I think that, you know, that's a, one of the biggest keys to the second half of the season for the Celtics is, uh, you know, which Kimba Walker are we going to see and right. uh, how's he going to, you know, be able to play uh, the rest of the season? I think of uh, big factor uh you know one of the factors that will work out in his favor is that they don't have as many back-to-backs as they were playing and since he couldn't play on second nights of you know back-to-back because of the knee that will certainly help that they'll have you know rest days in between games so that he doesn't have to worry about not playing um on second nights of back-to-backs and he'll be able to play more games and get the proper rest he needs in between uh, so that he can keep that knee as healthy and as fresh as possible. Well, um, also, at the end of the season. we've also had the most away games this season as well as a team. So, you know, we'll, we'll be able to be at home a little more for the second half of the season, too. So hopefully that, and that helps out, too. too. You know what and I mean? With, with fans. With fans coming back at the end of the month, that will certainly help. Absolutely. And I think this team really needs that. They, they, they need that energy and, uh, you know, that boost. Uh, They're you know, young. That the Celtics they need that. You know, give them uh, you know, each and every night they're in the building, right? They're young and also just sometimes when you get, like, tired and stuff, when you're, like, playing a really tough game, sometimes you just need those fans to lift you up and... Um, give you some energy. You know, right, right, right. right. And no, I get it. Going in and, and that atmosphere for sure is a factor as you get later in, in the season. So I think that will certainly help this team play better. Um, you know, moving forward once that happens. But definitely Kimba Walker sure. has to be the Kimba Walker that uh, we know of and seen the last um, few games for this team to actually go anywhere, uh, regardless of whether they make a move or not. If he plays like himself, they'll be fine. But if he doesn't, then they won't go too far. Cool. There was actually some breaking news that just happened in the NFL. Some big, big news. What? That Prescott Tom just got a deal. Oh, I thought you were going to say I thought uh, you were gonna say Tom Brady was coming back to the mix. <laughs> <laughs> Stop playing around, man. Yo, bro, come on, bro. Don't play with our emotions and our feelings <laughs> like that, man. Stop playing, come man. Come on, bro. Exactly right, right. Like, don't do that, man. Yeah, All right, man. All right, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? So it's, it's deal, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott just signed a deal with the Cowboys. The deal was four years, one sixty mil. Um, 
you know, 126 mil guaranteed mm. with 75 mil in first year. It's all about the Benjamins, baby. So he finally got the bag. He finally got his deal. Yo, shout outs to, uh, you know, Dak Prescott for doing that. Um, you know, so, I mean, with that said, we're going to move right into the NFL anyway. So um, that that was the big breaking news right there. Dak Prescott, you got it right on the show as we're recording. So Dak Prescott is now signed with the Cowboys for a very lucrative deal, only four years, you know, almost 200. You know what I'm saying? He said he wanted yeah. to get paid, you know, under Patty Mahomes. That's not too bad because Patty Mahomes got a got a 10-year deal. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to to the four year deal, and you know the way he's playing, he might he might get another big contract in a few years. So um, more power to him. Dak Prescott is definitely one of the good guys in the league. Four year, 160 million, 126 million guaranteed. That's yeah. the most guaranteed money ever. Ever. Um, actually, ever. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's even more guaranteed money than Pat Mahomes. So no, yeah, absolutely right. That's, that's awesome, man. That's, that's a big, awesome. big contract. Good, uh, good for Dak for sure. That contract looks like it's similar to Deshaun Watson, but just with a lot more guaranteed money. Exactly. That's what's up, man. Good for him. Um, yeah, he deserves it big time. He definitely Absolutely. Because he was tearing it up last year before he broke his before, oh, ankle, yeah, man. Balling. Um, you know, that, so that let's can ball. let's get into it, man. So some more news for the NFL. Alex Smith was released by the Washington Football Team. So now he'll be looking for a different team. I don't know if that's a good idea because the guy, you know, he's dragging a leg. So I don't know. Um, I feel like um, that guy should hang it up. I don't know. I disagree. I think he made the miraculous comeback last year. Um, he's proved everybody wrong. You mm-hmm. know, an injury that nobody thought he was going to walk from. Not only that he walked, he beat an undefeated Steelers team. He put the Washington football team um, in the playoffs. Um, so I think... I think he should continue playing. Barry, you think yeah. he should continue playing? Um, I mean, I could see him playing for another year, but at the same time, uh, you know, for his, you know, health, you know, from a health, you know, health standpoint, it'd probably be best for him to, you know, not play and hang it up and to go out on a on a good note, you know, ending his, uh, you know, comeback story, uh, you know, on good terms for sure, being the comeback player of the year. Uh, you know, last year with the Washington football team and, uh, you know, playing well before uh, he couldn't play in that playoff game, but he certainly had a good season. So from that standpoint, I think he should probably, uh, you know, call it a career and call it quits and, uh, you know, and, and not come back. But I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back for one more year, but I don't think the Pats should, uh, should pick him up and, you know, look to sign him. I think they should look at other options at the quarterback position. Well, we'll talk about the Pats, you know, soon. Um, but, yeah, I agree with that. Please don't pick him up. Um, I think for sure this dude, man, um, I mean, I, check, I I look at it this way, right? All the starting quarterbacks in this league are, you know, working towards going into the championship, right? Um, and I think some quarterbacks know that, you know, that's not what's going to happen. And I feel like Alex Smith knows that. It's like you're not on a contender, and if you're going to be on a contender, you're going to be a backup, you know what I'm saying, at that. So um, with the way things looked last year, I'm glad he came back. It was awesome that he was able to do it. But there was one game I was watching, maybe that was a playoff game, where um, this player kind of like came out of nowhere and like landed near his leg. And the way he looked down at that player, man, I'm like, yo, he looked so scared that his, his knee was going to get hit. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's like if you're going to play like that, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be on an NFL team football field you know what i mean because if you're gonna play scared and you know grab for your knee every time somebody you know falls down near you i feel like you know you're just 
calling for disaster to happen. The guy had 17 surgeries on his leg. Do you really want to go through with some shit like that again? Hell no, he shouldn't. We've seen players just fall down and tear an ACL. Do you really want to do that? You know what I'm saying? Just running, just fall down and tear an ACL. You know what I mean? No contact type of stuff. You know what happened to Julian Edelman? You know what I mean? Like, is that something we really want? I don't know. To me, it's like, bro, you've proved it. You came back. You got to play a couple more games in the NFL, which I feel like was the goal. It's like, now what What are you going to do? Who are you going to sign? What, what more do you have to prove? It, 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 exactly, right. Just, Who's going to sign you and how are you going to get playing time now? You know what I mean? Because I think it would be I think it would be um, messed up for a team to actually sign Alex to become their starter. Like, where are you going to go where you're going to be the starter of the franchise? Well, I'm sure someone would sign him as a backup. I wouldn't say or either to come in and compete. They wouldn't, he wouldn't be the starter. Listen. Um, any team that brings him in, he'd, you know, most likely be the backup in the second string, uh, you know, quarterback. So, uh, you know. I wouldn't that, even have him as the backup. Likely chance. I wouldn't even yeah. have him as a backup, man. Like, that's I'd have true, him as a backup, backup to the backup. quarterbacks in the league than him, John. That, that's the thing. There's worse right. guys than, than Alex Smith. So, I think, you know, he is. Right. If he wants to play, he, you know what I'm saying, could, you know, or is, is a good, has a good chance to get a backup quarterback position on no. the NFL roster for next I year. agree. There's, he's better than a lot of backups out there. But a lot of backups out there didn't have 17 surgeries on their leg. You of know what I'm saying? No it's like, did, John. exactly. It's like, bro, come on, man. Like, I, I, I respect it. But, you know, some stuff is just like, you you know, I don't know what you're chasing, but you've accomplished the things you needed to. You know what I mean? In my eyes, anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, good luck to him anyway. But more NFL news. Kyle Rudolph was released, uh, the, the tight end from the Minnesota Vikings. He was released. Um, so we'll see what happens. I know, a, I know a tight end needy team out there that might need some help because um, they didn't have any tight end production last year so hopefully they get on it um dolphins decided that they were going to release kyle van noy who is a former patriots linebacker that got paid like 13 million dollars a year to sign with the dolphins um they were going to release him and that would actually help them save nine million dollars on their cap space and now they're changing their minds because they want to try to trade him which kind of like never works because teams know you want to release a player so why would i trade right. you anything for him it already came out like exactly. you want to release him so now you want me to be the dummy to go and trade you something for him for a player you were going to release anyway like exactly. you better exactly. you better There's swallow no right you better swallow them checks well, <laughs> the, the only thing i can the only thing i can think of is a team might come in and be like hey i'm just going to give you a seventh round pick or a sixth round pick for him because that guarantees that team that they get him I think the the Dolphins are in a hard place right now. They need cap space. You know what I'm saying? Um, and playing like that, I, I don't think they're in a position to like. They don't have any leverage. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Now that the news came out that you were gonna release him, like you lost all your leverage. Yeah. If you came out exactly. in the off season was like, you know, he's on a trading block. That's a different thing. But it's like, so you were gonna release him. Now you're gonna try and trade him. It's like, I'm not giving you shit for this. Right, you know what I mean? Exactly. You're I'm either going to release him. Exactly. Right. You're either going to release him or swallow the cap hit, you know, and, right. and money, have a player, exactly. have a player on your roster. You didn't even want on your roster anyway. So you really can't mm-hmm. play right there. You know what I'm saying? So I know that <laughs> it might've been, you know, a Patriots thing too, because Calvin Noy hasn't, hasn't performed well on any team other than the Patriots. Exactly. So where's, right. where's he going to go? You know, he was with Detroit. Got traded for well, trash. For trash. You know what I mean? Exactly. Dirt cheap. You know what I mean? Came <laughs> yeah. in, 
won a Super Bowl, you know what I mean? Played well the, the three years he was here, and now he went somewhere for a year, and they're releasing him again. So I don't know if other teams are using him the way they're supposed to. And well, he I actually think did decently he with, did. with the Dolphins. Like It wasn't like he was trash and, you know, he didn't do anything. It's, it's the production so, doesn't match the money. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm see, saying? That's the thing. No, no, you, you do, that's a good point. No, you're right. The production yeah, doesn't match the money. Producing as well as they thought into, like you said, up to that contract, up to those standards. Right. This guy was supposed to make, what, $13 million? And here comes the Patriots. We'll give you $1 million. You know, <laughs> one for, <million. laughs> for one, his Belichick from one year, you'll you'll know you'll remake your image, and next year you can sign a bigger contract somewhere else. What do you say? You know what I mean? <laughs> that's Belichick right there. Right, that's what he does. That's what they do. Dude, right, you just got right. released. Why would we pay you anything? You know, kind of like Cam Newton. Uh, more news: the, the Buccaneers are looking to restructure uh, the contract with Tom Brady. Um, you know, it looks like the guy's gonna play until he's fifty because they keep restructuring stuff. And, you know, adding years and stuff like that. More power to Tom Brady. Um, Tom Brady also had surgery on his knee. Um, and it was reported that it was more significant than than, reported, than previously. So, um, guy's a warrior. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick was set to retire. Well, that was a rumor. And now he came out and basically said he wants to play. So, more Fitz magic for 2021. You know, um, I don't think anybody's mad, mad, mad at that. Safety, Micah Hyde agreed to a two-year extension with the Bills. Uh, it's worth... 19.3 million. So people are getting the bag already. Uh, Steelers and Big Ben agree on a new contract. Now he signed through 2022. Uh, that's very surprising because, you know, the way think, things were looking. I think that guy is just like Drew Brees. I think, I think so too. I no, think, I I think so too. I think in the yeah. beginning, beginning of the year, he might throw a lot and he might look good. But after, you know, game 10, game 12, yeah, he looked like a shell of himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. garbage. For sure, man. No um, hey, listen, good luck to, to, uh, to the Steelers because yeah. that's your starter for next year. I don't know if, you know, you're going to get much I better. feel bad for you, Andrew Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> well, real quick, just a quick um, thing on that. I think the only reason why they did that deal was to buy them some more time to find who the next quarterback's going to be. Yeah, so they should have been they, working on that. Well, well uh, let's hard to find john as we're experiencing listen the, the next guy it's not as easy said than done so yeah no you need to do something and maybe keep a guy for a year or two longer to buy yourself more time to find that next guy at that position because they currently don't right. have it on the roster what happened to roethlisberger last year he had a good start to the season then in the no no not not last prior. year the year prior what happened to him he got injured right the elbow injury he missed that should have told years. you it's time to start working on something. So um, I think they did a detriment right there. But, you know, they, it's better than the Patriots who just let Tom Brady go. So um, <laughs> just uh, wanted to throw that out there. Let right. Just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, Golden Tate was released or is reportedly released by, by the Giants. You know, the receiver. He's a veteran receiver who's been rumored to be of Patriots interest for a long time. And he just never came around here. So I don't know if he's going to end up here. David Johnson. Running back from the Texans agreed to a one-year deal with the Texans again. Um, you know, he was a guy that was crazy productive just a few years ago. And then how fast these guys just lose it, man. Like, it's amazing. Because that man, guy was number one pick in the draft in, in fantasy for like two years. And then the third year, it was a wrap. It's running backs. Running it's backs, crazy. Man. Right. It's it's a, it's a shelf life for running backs, man. It's, it's wild. Right, that's Especially right. somebody that was utilized so much. Um, Chris Godwin, receiver from the Buccaneers. Uh, you know, reports are coming out more and more likely he'll be franchised. You know what I'm saying? Because they don't have the cash space and the money to pay him 
the contract he wants right now. So he's most likely going to go on a, on a franchise tag, which he already said that he'd be willing to sign. So um, that's most likely going to be the, the way to go. Jason Kelsey um, from the Philadelphia Eagles, he agreed to a contract worth up to $12 million. So start, guys are starting to get signed. Um, teams are getting ready for free agency. So we'll see how that goes, man. One, one last thing is reported that um, Tom Brady wants to bring Odell Beckham to, yes. to, to the Bucks. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow, um, really? He's trying to get OBJ over there to Tampa? Right. Is that um, right? He wants him, but the way the contract is, it's probably very highly unlikely that that happened. Unless, you know, Antonio Brown is gone and, you know, other pieces are gone too. I don't know how they're going to be able to bring him in. Unless they, I don't know, restructure, re-sign Brown and then trade him or something. I don't know how they're going to do that, you know? I yeah, really don't. Exactly. They don't have the cap space for that, so that's why I'm not really buying that. Right. Um, like, like, anything's possible with Tom Brady. You know, that guy can make anything, pretty much anything happen. So I don't put anything past him. Uh, but you're, he's got yeah. his work cut out of him for trying That's to That's the power. That That's the power he wanted, you know, with the Patriots. And it was like, we have a coach to do that stuff, you know. But to be fair, the Patriots were trying to bring Odell Beckham here. They were, they had a, a trade for him with the New York Giants. And the New York Giants was like, well, if the Patriots want him, why would trade him? It's going to bite us in the ass. They kept him and they, they signed him to that $95 million contract, which is what he's still on right now. So Just um, so that they could trade him the next year. Because didn't they trade him the following year after yep. they gave him that yep. contract? I remember that. right? That was so, so dumb. That's what it was. They didn't want to give him to the Patriots. To the Patriots. Exactly. They didn't want him here. You know, they, they did not want us to have – they didn't want Tom Brady to have a top receiver because you see what, what every defensive player is saying this this offseason. They can't wait for Tom Brady to retire. It's like they've asked <laughs> yep. so many guys. They're like, Yo, I, he needs to retire. He has to go. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> Yo, guys are saying that, like, blatantly. No, like, he has to go. I've been hearing that too, John. That's facts. No, that's – no lies detected on that. that yeah, I man. Hear multiple defensive players say that same thing too, that they, they, they want Tom Brady to – hang it up and it doesn't look like that's going to happen in the foreseeable future. So they, yeah, man. they better get to work and get better. <laughs> they better, you know, they better Hit draft the somebody. Room. Hit the weights, man. Um, so some Patriots news for you guys. Uh, apparently the report is the reports, the rumors are that um, the Patriots plan a is to bring back Jimmy Garoppolo. We don't know how they're going to do that. Cause you know, um, Shanahan's plan is to have Jimmy Garoppolo be his starter you know, with potentially bringing somebody in, you know, through the draft. So I don't, I don't know how they're going to swing that, but that's the Patriots plan a, you know, and not Alex Smith. So Jimmy Garoppolo. All right. Um, we'll see if that Does happens. Does that excite you guys? I like Jimmy G. Um, I, I like him. I think, I think that, I think we talked about oh. it last the last podcast or either two podcasts ago. Right, two two podcasts mm-hmm. ago. And yeah, I said, um, you know, his familiarity with the system and it's all great. Bill Belich- Bill Belichick drafting him. Um, I welcome him here. Sure. Listen, we get this right. I like I like Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't like Jimmy Garoppolo's health. Yeah. All right, and I don't want us to. I don't want to see Jared Stidham out here in game six because freaking you know jimmy garoppolo broke another collarbone you know what i mean from getting a tackle i don't know I, but, that's the only thing i don't like other than that it's a good plan i just the guy hasn't proven he can stay healthy for a full year for, except for one year so like and he didn't even stay healthy that full year i think he missed a few games that year too so you know um i don't know man if that's their plan you know let's brace ourselves to next year 
you know, we'll we'll see how that happens. Well, um, that is the uh, the plan. That is the best case scenario. Like I've said on, on I think here before, I think their that, best case scenario. I mean, who else are they gonna really go out there? And, and what better option do they have at this point? Because now the quarterback market is starting to dry up, as you know we've seen these guys getting signed and you know and staying with the teams or going to different teams. So I mean, that's I'll, I'll the tell best you how available option. I'll tell you how, because it's been reported that Stephon Gilmore is in trade talks between the Buccaneers, I mean, the Browns and the Patriots, right? And I, one can only imagine that what they get for Stephon Gilmore could be packaged to make a move in the draft and hopefully, you know, get a quarterback in the draft. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need to start, we need to start building fast. So I, I'm not worried about Jimmy Garoppolo. We need to do something to get some young bodies in here. Some young, warm bodies in here to do some things. That, that's what I'm looking for. But you know don't I mean? you want them to also bring a veteran as well? I want them to draft a yes, guy, too, but I, I also do. want to see a veteran as well. Yes, I do. We traded Jimmy Garoppolo for a second-round pick. I'm not going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo for a first-round pick for Jimmy Garoppolo. Hell no. Why you know what I'm saying? That? Exactly. Like, like, and you know what they do that for. Because we're a quarterback-needy team. They're going to ask for the kitchen sink. You know, they're going to call the right, kitchen right. sink at us. You know what I mean? And – I'm not going to waste the first round pick on Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm not even wasting a second round pick. You know what I mean? Like, I might give him a second. I'm, no. I'm, 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 I might do that. Listen, he was, he's coming off an injury. He's coming off, second, though. he's coming off an injury. You're getting a fourth round pick and Jared Stidham. Here you go. <laughs> Fourth round pick and Jared Stidham. And That's who the it. Gonna do that? That's all you get. That's, That's all you get. That's all you get. Yeah, that's a good one, John. Fourth round pick and Jared Stidham, man. I don't know who's doing that deal, bro. Listen, I mean, I, you, you're trying to be the Danny Angel, the NFL freaking like just rob teams and hijack them, man. Hey, listen. Bill Belichick brought in Randy Moss in here for dirt cheap, all right? And he broke the receiving record. So I, I believe he can swing some stuff now. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, we'll see what he happens. he gets though. back on his shit. Bill Belichick, the GM, he'd be on his shit this uh, offseason. So hopefully hey. he gets back on it and, you know, and, and starts making moves and putting in work. Yeah, man. Uh, that, that's going to be it for the NFL and the Patriots news right now. Um, The, the other question was, uh, should the Patriots uh, sign Alex Smith? And I think we all know what the answer to that is, right? You know, should we all say it at one time? On three, one, two, three? No. 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 Like, <laughs> like, that's it. You know what I mean? Um, moving on to uh, the MLB, where uh, the Red Sox are in spring training. So they played, I believe, on Sunday. They lost on Sunday. Um, so it, it hasn't been, like, the best spring training for the Red Sox. But we knew that already. They, they don't have a team. They don't have anybody. You know, um, they got a few guys, but most of the team, like it is trash. Though. It's trash, man. Um, and, you know, they've lost. They're even losing players, you know, because Jackie Bradley Jr. Um, he's leaving the Red Sox to sign with the Milwaukee Brewers for a two year, 24 million dollar deal. So yeah. um, that's cool. Uh, Red Sox signed Danny Santana to a minor league deal. And, you know, lastly, that's a big news for the MLB. Uh, the Yankees manager, Aaron Boone, he's actually on leave of absence right now due to some health concerns. So um, whatever's happening with him, hopefully, you know, he uh, takes care of himself and comes back strong, man. Yeah, you know? I think he needs to get a pacemaker. So, right. uh, yeah, that's why he ended up leaving. So, yeah, definitely get well soon and best of uh, luck to, to, to Aaron Boone. I know that's um, tough, you know, that he's had to leave because of that. But hopefully he gets better. 
quickly. Yeah, for sure, man. And um, that's really it for our, our MLB coverage because uh, we're not in the season yet. So once the season get, gets here, we'll be able to delve into some games and, and update you guys on some stuff. So let's move to uh, the NHL. Uh, we got the Bruins. Um, you know, between this podcast and last podcast, they played three times. Uh, they played against the Capitals against – I mean, the Capitals, Washington Capitals twice. Um, they lost the first game two to one. And then they won the second game, uh, three, I mean, five to one. Uh, they also played the Devils on the seventh, and they lost one zip, right? Alex Ovechkin signed, well, he was fined $5,000 for spearing. Is that right, Barry? Yeah, he, he, he did um, get fined for that. So he ended up hitting a Bruins uh, you know, player uh, pretty much right in the nuts where the sun doesn't shine uh, with the stick. Uh, yeah. which was very illegal and, and very dirty. Uh, so, you know, he should have even got fined more or I think even suspended. So I think just because it's Ovechkin, he's a big name and one of the superstars in the NHL, they, you know, didn't find him as much. But unfortunately, um, you know, they... I feel like towards that. I, I, don't I feel like with the punishment. The NA, what like do they hand out big big um fines in the NHL? I feel like they don't hand out like huge fines like that because the players do, are not making that much money that like much that. Money. They, right, they, they don't. But this one should have definitely gone. Yeah, a, that was, fine. Now you can't spear and take your stick and put it right in someone's groin. You know, intentionally. Oh, we fighting and, and only get fined five hundred k for it. Like you've got to wait. Was five hundred k or five k? You got to hit him where it hurts and hit wait, those wait, pockets. Wait, wait, wait. Barry, you say 500K or five? It's 5K. 5K, right. That, that's okay, all right. That's like, you threw to, me off there. I'm like, 500? Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, my, my fault. I, I misspoke uh, on, on that. So that's 5K. Not five, I added a couple of more zeros that I shouldn't have added. So right, yeah, right. I take that, that back. That, so you're saying, you're saying at least 20? Yes. It should have been at least to 20K that he right. should have gone fine. Yeah, you, you, you can't mess with a man's jewels like that. That's not okay. Exactly. You don't do that to another grown man. Exactly. Yep. Um, the NHL also suspended uh, Tom Wilson of the Capitals uh, for seven games because of a head hit on Brandon Carlo. So these guys have been trying to hurt people out there. You exactly. Know what I mean? And that's why not a lot of people, myself and pretty draw Bruins fans, Hayden can stand the Washington Capitals and want to whoop their ass every time we play them from now on. Because yeah. that, well, that, the Ovechkin thing was dirty, but this, I don't know if y'all see this hit uh, that Tom uh, Wilson had on Brennan Cullo, that was extremely dirty. Like, that should have happened okay. in the NHL, hitting the guy right in the head on, on, on the boards. That, and, like, he targeted him, too. You could tell that he was going after him and, wanted to hit him in the head that shouldn't happen at all in in any sport like i know nhl's physical and has a lot of you know hits and violence but yeah that's not okay stuff like that you know what i'm saying shouldn't fly and i'm glad that he got suspended the seven games uh you know that the nhl gave him because he deserves every single game of that suspension i even thought it was going to be 10 but i'm okay with seven games uh, suspension because he, he has a pass to doing that too. So okay, yeah. okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, so um, that's why they his suspension was as high because right. he's done things like that before. And lastly, for the Bruins, um, David Pasternak, um, he was the NHL Star of the Month. So that's correct, you know, he was named Star of the Month, and the guy he could. Do you say he could ball or he could puck? Like <laughs> <the guy. laughs> he could skate. I, I, oh, okay. I, 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 
listen. But, the guy what can, is the term, Brad? He could skate. Skate, right, right. Would that be I, I better? I think that. I think that. Hockey terms, probably. That would probably be the. I think that sounds like the most accurate I've, I've heard. I, I want to say he could puck. Like, nah. <laughs> or, or, or he could snipe. He could. He's a good sniper for sure. For yeah, because sure. he's a good goal scorer. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, he's so definitely I'm, sniping. I'm, right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He is sniping for sure. I, I like that. That one sniping than than skating. So yeah, right. you know, like the guy's been playing great and deserved that. Um, you know, award, you know, ever since he's come back after missing the beginning of the season, it's been a completely, you know, new, te- you know, different team and better Bruins team uh, when he's on, on the ice. So definitely. No, that's good for him, man. To David Pasternak, he's been doing his thing and hopefully he keeps that up because this team's going to need it. Yeah, man, you know, I, you know, pro- he could puck, probably not a good name. People probably run away with that, right? Oh, he could puck. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puck. Right, no, let's, no, no, that, let's, that's, let's move that's, on that, from that. That's, that sound good. He can snipe. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah, he can snipe. That's, that's John being dirty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Vlad, man. Vlad, it's been a few weeks since we've had a, a soccer update. Um, you know, you're the soccer guy. Can you let us know what's happening with, with those and why we haven't been, you know, getting updates? Um... Well, it's there, there. There's been a lot going on. Um, I just, I, I guess, it's been harder for me to pick what to share and what people really want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, the the MLS is not really going on right now, so there's not really a, too much update on the local right. sports. But as far as international, you know, there's um, all the leagues are happening, and um, there's a lot going on in that. I just, I just, I guess, I just, I'm just not sure what. Like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out exactly what's worth sharing and what's not worth sharing. Um, you know, we need, we need to do a poll, you know, on our social media to see what people want to hear. Yeah, but as far as... We should, absolutely. As far as the top leagues goes, um, I would say, you know, this weekend we had the Manchester Derby where Manchester City played versus Manchester United. Um, Manchester United beat Manchester City 2-0. Um, we had the... The Bundesliga um, um, derby between um, um, between Bayern Munich and um, um, and um, Borussia Dortmund, and that was um, that game was tied two two. Um, in the in La Liga, we had um, Real Madrid versus Atletico Madrid, Madrid, and that was a tie as well. That was a one one game. Those were three really big games this weekend that everybody was paying attention to. Um, those were you know those. All three, all six teams were rivals, um, big rivals in their own country, and um, I would say that's that's the big update from this past week. Yeah, no, I love getting updates about teams. I have no idea how to pronounce their names. So <laughs> that's that's. Yeah, but I wanted to ask you a quick um question. So I heard, isn't the MLS coming back soon? When's the MLS uh, coming back? Um, I think they start in yeah, I think either end of March or beginning of April or something. Um, maybe next week I'll try to give you guys a better update on that. Yeah, for sure. It sounds good. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, and thank you, Vlad. I appreciate that. No, I, I actually miss hearing those names. I don't know anything about. Um, so that's cool. <laughs> right, right, <me> too. <laughs> and now, you know, we're going to end the show, as always, with, you know, one of our biggest segments, which is the Be Money Lifestyle Person of the Month, I mean, of the week. Um, and I know there's a big, there's a big person on this week. So, you know, since it's, a, it's National Women's Month, who you got for us? Yeah, uh, so we do have a woman uh, that I'd l- like to give this um, award to th- th- this week. Uh, you know, particularly it being you know International 
Women's Day and Women's History uh, Month. Uh, you know, this Women's Sunday accomplished a pretty big, uh, you know, feat that hasn't been accomplished uh, before in the NFL. And that woman is Malaya Shaka. Yeah, Shaka. Yeah, Malaya Shaka. Maya Shaka. Oh, my, it's Maya Shaka? Oh, yes. I thought that was an L. My, my fault. That's, that's my bad. Maya Shaka. Out. Maya Shaka. G- gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. So what, you know, why she's the Be Money Lifestyle Person of the Week was she ended up uh, being the first black woman official to be hired by the NFL. Uh, so that was announced this week, um, you know, by the NFL, uh, welcoming her uh, to, you know, the NFL officiating crew. So she's going to be officiating uh, games starting, uh, you know, next season. That's done the 21, 21 season in September. So she had said, I'm honored to be selected as an NFL official, but this moment is bigger than a personal accomplishment. It is an accomplishment for all women, my community, and my culture. So that was a quote from uh, Maya Shaka, uh, who and you also said, it didn't really hit me until just now when I saw the introduction. I'm like, this is really real because this is just something that we're just always taught to work hard for. Something Sometimes we just don't take time to stop and smell our own roses. So that, that's a pretty cool uh, quote by her, you know, right there. Uh, you know, it, it's certainly a big, you know, honor uh, that she was, you know, little God did this week. and. You know, did that. I know we just recently had our first female official in Sarah Thomas officiate the Super Bowl. And now to have this, you know, follow up with that is, you know, certainly it's a great, uh, you know, it's great direction that the NFL is heading towards in hiring more female officials, uh, you know, and, and bringing more women into the league. Uh, you know, so I'm glad that they're starting to do that and head towards that trend. Uh, you know, because they certainly do deserve it. Uh, and they, they're certainly women that are qualified to be able to work, you know, in, in the NFL and have positions in the league. Uh, so definitely shout out to Maya Shaka on being this week's Be Money Lifestyle uh, Person of the Week. Uh, and that's definitely that Be Money Lifestyle. Yes, sir. And there you have it, folks. Maya Shaka, the first African-American ref and a female. And it was announced on National International Women's Month. So, you know. Oh, Women's Day. It's International Women's Day. No, it was announced a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah, but, a couple of days. Right, right, right. But today's International Women's Day. Yeah. Right, right. Um, but she made it on International Women's Day. So, no, you know, shout outs to her. And again, please, if you're still watching, thank you so much for doing so. Uh, please don't forget to subscribe. Hit that button. You know, hit that bell notification too as well. Um, hate, comment, subscribe, you know, all in that sequence. So until episode 52, it's been real. Peace out. Have a good week, everyone. See you next week. Happy International Women's Day to all the ladies out there.